Hello and welcome to Freedom and Four Paws, the show where we hear inspiring stories from amazing people travelling the world and living their best life, often with their pets in tow. From slow mads to digital nomads, house and pet sitters, expats and families with their dogs on the road. In this podcast, find out how travel can truly set you free. Hello, it's Cooper and Sarah from the Freedom and Four Paws podcast. We'd like to share with you 13 things that house and pet sitters must do. Now, for being honest, it was originally 11 things that pet <laughs> yes. and house sitters must do. Unfortunately, we got a comment on YouTube saying, hey, love the advice. The information's fantastic, but uh, the music is too loud. Obviously, <laughs> I was a little bit offended. <laughs> so Sarah and I raced over to YouTube. We had a listen and... Yeah. They were right. Yeah, they were right. It was yeah. really, yeah. really loud. So yeah. thank you for sharing that with thank us. Thank you for the advice. It and didn't look, hurt our feelings at all. We, I mean, it didn't really. <laughs> we did this a few years ago. Uh, the, the equipment we were using was probably a bit rubbish. Yes, outdated. And we were just starting out so it's good to know the content was great um we get that the sound was a bit rubbish but hey over the past few years we have also been building the facebook group which some of you may be part of if you're not you can find us over if you go to facebook and look up travel live learn find our page and from there there's plenty of links to our fantastic facebook group that's all about travel digital nomads pet and house sitting so come and join the group and and from there we've pulled an array of great advice and questions which we've um, adapted to this piece to make it the innovative 11 to 13 things that House and Pet Sitters absolutely must do. Okay, here it is. Tip number one, make sure the lines of communication are open before, during and after your sit. Absolutely. So obviously before, many of us actually apply with either a video uh, bio application which we can help you with if you drop us a line and you're interested in more information on that. Um, or you will have a video interview using what FaceTime, WhatsApp, um, Zoom even. Um, video interview is a really good idea. It, it gives you an opportunity to really see if the sit is right for you or if you're right for the sit. And then if you're accepted for the sit, which hopefully you will be, It's always lovely to stay in touch with video calls. You get to meet the pets. You get to know more about the homeowners and ask lots of questions. Um, Now, a really nice example too, outside of video calls, Cooper, do you remember um, Alf and Jen who came to actually when we swapped, we weren't the pet sitters, we were the homeowners with our little Westie dog, London. They were coming from New Zealand to Australia. And one day out of the blue, Jenny sent me this really cute little video kind of compilation of their current house sit with Alf and Jen and the dogs that they were looking after Mm. and a little note saying, oh, we're really looking forward to coming to Australia and meeting you soon. I just thought that was really great communication and actually Jenny turned out to be fantastic at communication. Um, But a nice example of just touching base coming up to a sit. And whenever they were talking to us, they always mentioned London by name. So that was the first time that we'd had to have somebody come and look after our dog. It was always us. The shoe was always on the other foot. Mm. And for us to experience that, we liked the fact that. It was beautiful. And they made London feel more important. Exactly. Now, during a sit, look, most people, we're just going to be upfront about this. Mm. Most people want spam. They want videos. They want the photos. Pollute our feed. Pollute the feed. And we are those people. But look, we've had um, homeowners say to us before, look, we're good. Don't worry. It's fine. Even then we will send, um, sorry, I'm a little bit distracted. 
our Westie London's decided to do something that he usually do, does and rubs his face against the carpet and makes all sorts of funny little Westie They cannot be hygienic. <laughs> I don't think it's hygienic. But anyway, we digress. During a sit, basically we have a – we gauge, don't we, Cooper? We mm. gauge how much someone wants videos and photos. So we did have a homeowner say, it's, got, it's fine, don't worry about sending us stuff. Um, but even then we send stuff – Every couple of days, right? I think it's important that you just start sending photos mm. in the morning, lunchtime, just, or at evening, yeah, and they go to bed, and then you'll get a good idea whether or not the homeowners want you to share yeah, information with you. Yeah, based on their level of response. Because from our experience, we had somebody come and look after London, and we only got a couple of photos mm. over two or three days. It had us doubting like, if they were even here. Um, I don't like that, darling. Yeah. I'd like to see a photo when he wakes up in the morning, just a photo of him going for a walk. <laughs> we are those people. You know, and then when he gets tucked into bed at night. <laughs> It's not too much to I love ask, your language there. <laughs> you know? I need to know he's being loved. Dogs. Um, but it's it's true. Look, I think um, more is better until you gauge mm. it that they don't mind. But ultimately our mantra has always been um, if we can put a homeowner's mind at rest so they can enjoy their holidays, then we will do that. It's, it's easy enough, especially with technology today. But so that's during a sit. Um, and of course, after a sit, look, when, once you've finished, if you're on a, a site like Trusted House Sitters or something like that, it's always a really nice idea to leave a review. It's nice for the homeowners, but it's also nice for future sitters to get a get a gauge on what the sit and the pets were like. And of course, leave a thank you note. It's really polite. Okay, tip number two on our 13 things that house and pet sitters must do. Find out what the house rules are. Mm. Now, with every house sit, most platforms have a, a welcome manual. So make sure you read through, look at all the fine print, and make sure you ask lots of questions. So when you're going to somebody's house, you need to know when the bins are being taken away. Yeah. Is there a security alarm? Do you lock the doors when you go out in the morning to walk the dog? It's really, really important. I can't stress enough. You need to ask questions to find yeah. out stuff you're not clear about. Now, um, if you're wondering exactly what questions to ask, we have an awesome template that's available as a free download. If you go to travellivelearn.com and sign up for the, the VIP mailing list, one of the awesome freebies that you will score is this template. It features all the questions that you must have answers to before you embark on the house sit, before the homeowners leave the house. Yes. Make sure you have the answers to these questions. And hey, homeowners... Um, actually, this ha this um, doubles as a handy welcome guide as well. So travellivelearn.com, sign up for the VIP mailing list and you will grab that template for free. And it takes away all the stress. You don't have to worry about what to say. It's all done for you. Tip number three, it's really important that you put the pet mm. first. Remember, if you're lucky enough to score some apartment overlooking a beach in Mexico, looking after a, a rabbit. You need to make sure that the homeowners awesome. know that the rabbit is your number one priority. Yeah. The feedback we're getting from our Facebook group is some of the homeowners feel a little bit sort of um, like you're going to the destination first. That some of the people are more interested. In, wow, mm. we get to stay in an apartment, Sarah, on a beach in Mexico. Oh, oh yeah, there's a cat we get to look after. Mm, Remember, exactly. the cat's the most important thing. Yeah. Hey, if, if one of the side benefits is you get to live on a beach in Mexico, fantastic. But let the homeowners know that you really care about their animals. And that has to be authentic too, guys. Like um, if you want to go traveling somewhere, that's amazing and we totally appreciate that. But if you are house and pet sitting, you have to put the pets first. Mm. It's awesome if you land a great city in the middle of Manhattan or London or somewhere like that. Wow. But look, 
talk to the homeowners, find out what the sleeping patterns or the independent patterns of your your dog or your cats in particular are like. And um, if they say to you, yeah, yeah, they're fine for four hours during the day, then plan around that. But outside of that, during your application and during your conversations, and obviously during your sit, make sure you put the pet first and sightseeing second. Okay, tip number four from our 13 things house and pet sitters must do is double check what happens if the pet is unwell. Unfortunately, Sarah and I experienced Mm. this firsthand. We were looking after three dogs, a cat and a bird in uh, France, just outside of Bordeaux. And we woke up one morning to find out that the cat was feeling unwell. It was passing blood in its urine. Mm. And we discovered that poor Lucy, who was 19 years old and had traveled all the way from um, Canada, was unwell. Hey, fellow travel and pet lovers, if you found your way here, we wanted to let you know that there's even more great free resources available for you to make the most of your house sitting, pet sitting and digital nomad experiences. Join thousands of other like-minded people in our Facebook group. Head on over to our page, it's Travel Live Learn, and follow the links to our group from there. Once you've done that, Hop on over to travellivelearn.com and sign up for our free VIP mailing list and you'll score a host of excellent freebies. We've got terrific guides in there on house sitting and pet sitting. There's cheat sheets, there's copy templates that enable you to craft your winning pet sit application. We've got a house sit guide template in there as well. Now these are all the questions that you need to have answered before you sit somewhere. And in a handy twist of fate, if you're a homeowner, as well as a pet sitter perhaps, this will also double as a welcome guide that you can um, offer pet sitters coming to your home to stay. And finally, there is an exclusive 25% off code to join trusted house sitters. All the details are at travellivelearn.com. Look, luckily the homeowner, Linda, lovely very organised. She was extremely organised and um, she had left us information on who to contact who spoke English, who to contact who spoke kind of English, various vets to Mm. to get in touch with. She was very organised, but we'd also asked all the questions as well. And um, Linda had luckily mentioned kind of off the cuff She's a little concerned, Maybe Lucy was suffering or potentially suffering from a urinary tract infection, and that is exactly what turned out to be true. But ultimately, um, it was a long morning. We we had a, a, a trip, a Sunday morning trip. We were lucky to find a vet that was open. It was 40, 50 minutes away in the freezing like her cold. Being organized, Sarah, made our day exactly. a lot easier because we had to jump into a van at minus four degrees. It was eight o'clock on a Sunday morning. Nothing was open. Mm. We then had to navigate in the cold. After scraping ice off the window, poor Lucy, and Lucy was, was in, a, in a box in Sarah's yep. lap. Sarah was emotional, tears mm. are swelling in her eyes. And then we had to drive 40 minutes to a village just outside where we were and staying. And then Google Maps kept getting it wrong oh, as well. Because yep. we kept losing coverage. Mm. And we luckily found this place and the vet came in and she was able to treat poor old Lucy. Yeah, So um, and Lucy survived, thank God. Um, and Lucy followed us around for the mm. rest of the house. Now, we have to throw in here, don't we, Cooper, that we were dog people, like yes. fully dog people. Like we love mm. cats, but we were dog people before Not that we this didn't like cats, Sarah. We've just never really been exposed yeah, to them. Yeah, whereas we actually left that sit feeling like we were cat, cat people, which was, but, you know, I mean, um, I guess back to the, the key point, Thankfully, we'd asked all the questions and mm. Lucy's mum had given us 
ample information about what yes. to do if any of the the babies were unwell and we were able to follow that through but i guess number five cooper um the five things that house and pet Very sitters similar, must yes. do follows but just as important mm. what to do if we or you're unwell during a house sit it's really important that you know where the local pharmacy is mm. who the local gp is if you need to call an ambulance or the yep. fire brigade or the police, you need to have all this information on you. And I don't just mean in your phone. You need to make sure you have it written down on yeah, a piece of paper in your, in your wallet. Yep. Because we started a couple of house sits which were quite rural. Yes, And yeah. sometimes we had no Wi-Fi coverage. So that's really, really important. Good tip. Absolutely. And um, one other thing that we discovered during our travels, so you know when you land in a different country and you usually receive some kind of text message from mm. a local phone carrier? Yes. Did you know, because I didn't because I never read to the end of the line, right down the bottom of those messages, there's usually the, the, the triple digit that is the emergency number. So like in Australia, it's triple zero, um, America's 911. But the, the emergency number is different everywhere, so you're not going to necessarily know it. Or worse, you watch too much American TV, for example, and you exactly. think everything's 911. Mm, but at the bottom of these text messages, it often says what the emergency number is. So always just, just make a note of that or keep it in your phone so you know who to call if you are in the middle of an actual emergency. Okay, tip number six, Sarah, from yeah. our 13 Things House and Pet Sitters Must Do. Check what to do if you get locked out. Oh, this could not be any more embarrassing. Imagine having to ring your homeowners who are on a holiday saying, oh, I don't want to alarm you, but um, we've just locked ourselves out. The animals are inside. It's getting dark and we That's don't know how to get That's assuming you haven't in. locked your phone inside, remember? Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Now, we were very lucky. This never happened to us. We started to sit just outside the Cotwolds and the lady there was very organised. She mm. had a laminated card which she hid in the garden, which yeah. had all like um, local phone numbers, the, um, the passcode for the alarm. Yes, the local neighbor's um, um, phone number. So if we unfortunately were locked out, we knew what to do. Yes, because, I mean, obviously, if you lock yourself out, it's usually an accident. And the one time you lock yourself out is when your phone will be inside. Mm. So you might not even get to the point where you have the embarrassing call with the homeowners because you might not be able to call anyone. But, yeah, Hetty, shout out to Hetty for leaving the laminated card in the garden. Very and clever. on that card was the um, the neighbour's details too of who had the spare key. So, look, it's the nightmare scenario, but just like it was the number one. I was so paranoid, paranoid about that when we were house-sitting. And I'd they had the most check. wonderful spaniel, Tilly. The late oh, you're not the supposed to have favourites, but R. well. R.A.P. Tilly. He was wonderful. <laughs> Such a sweet That's dog. That's his little darling heart. Okay, tip number seven. Where are all your contacts? What happens if you lose your phone or lock it inside? This is really, really important. You need to have a backup plan. Mm. So you need to know that if you have lost your phone or you can't access it, do you have all your information stored in the cloud? Do you remember the passwords to get into the cloud, say Dropbox or Google Drive? Or your trusted house sitter's account exactly. if you're there. Look, and obviously um, we, we did have a couple of passwords memorised. Just be careful that they are not passwords for sites that now have two-factor authentication where you need your phone mm. if you have lost your phone. So, look, Trusted House Sitters was a good one for us because we had interactions with the homeowners and their phone numbers and things in there. Dropbox, we did have a password, but I think that's two-factor authentication. So, look, whatever works for you, but, but whatever 
means that if you have access to the internet, if someone gives you a hand with their using their own phone or an internet cafe or something, as long as you can log in somewhere and find the details you need. So Cooper, we've been together a while now. What's one major thing that I love but have a serious problem with? Wine? Oh my God, that's so rude. I do love wine, but no, I'm talking about sleep. Oh yeah, you are a light sleeper and you are awake a lot. Even when we're traveling and housing and I'm not stressed, I'll have trouble sleeping. But that's often to do with the disrupted routine. You know, you haven't got your pillow or your same bed or the time zone's different. I've had more trouble sleeping as I get older though, but I think life's busier these days and I do think that contributes to, to difficulties sleeping. Now I have tried a lot of options to help me sleep. And one day while trying to find yet another remedy, I came across cloudy gummies all the way from California in the USA. Now I chose to try the cloudy mellows for sleep. These include melatonin, ashwagandha and magnesium, and also the cloudy calmies with ingredients to support stress and anxiety throughout the day. Now I honestly didn't think that lollies, as we call them here in Australia, gummies everywhere else, I didn't really think they'd help, but I tried them based on some excellent reviews. And I actually do think they help. I've been trying them for a couple of months and I have noticed a difference. Now my personal routine is I chew two cloudy mellows before heading off to bed. And if I wake up in the middle of the night, I'll have another couple. And I am falling asleep much faster and easier than I used to. And with no hangover in the morning, which is really great because some sleep remedies do actually cause a hungover feeling in the morning. Uh, also, the Kamis do seem to be helping me maintain my, well, calm during the day. Now, I, I do think I'm going to continue to use the Cloudy products. They've got some other lovely looking products on their website too, which I'm going to double into on my next visit. Now, if you think that these products could be helpful to you in our busy, traveling, sometimes anxiety-filled world, Visit tricloudy.com to, to have a look at their products and we have an exclusive discount code for, for our podcast here. It's FREEDOM10, so the FREEDOM and one zero. Pop that in the cart when you're purchasing and you will score 10% off. Now these guys do ship worldwide. I got my products sent to Australia from America. So go and have a look at their website, tricloudy.com. Pop in the discount code from our podcast or YouTube if you're watching it there, Freedom10, and you will score 10% off your entire purchase. Tip number eight, commit to what you've agreed to. Now, if you're house-sitting someone's um, property, don't be going having parties or inviting people over unless you've had uh, prior approval from the homeowners. Now, do what you say you're going to do. This is really, really important. If you're going to commit to a sit, um, don't ring up 24 hours or 48 hours before and send an email saying, unfortunately, I can't come. I found something better. This is really, Pretty really disrespectful. Much. Because remember, these families have mm. organized airfares, accommodation, taken holidays um, time from work. They've really been looking forward to yeah. this. So don't spoil it for them because that's been quite selfish and disrespectful. Look, and I think there's – that. One thing we see on the Facebook group, right, there's that debate between paid and not paid. Mm. Now, a lot of house-sitting services are a free swap. Mm. It is work, house and pet sitting. If someone says it's not, that's a lie. It is work because 
that you've got a lot of responsibility on your shoulders looking after someone else's baby or babies plus their house. So you are you are definitely working um, and the homeowners respect that and, and it's a free swap of goods mm. and services, right? Um, so I think that it's important to keep that in mind but just because it's free doesn't mean – as a house or pet sitter, you you kind of take it for granted, and and just if something better comes along, that you just bail at the last minute. That's basically imagine if someone did that to you. That's all we need to say on that. Exactly. Hmm. Uh, number nine on our thirteen things that house and pet sitters must do: if you break it, replace it. Mm. And again, this is something we've learned firsthand. We were doing a house sit in Northampton. Uh, yeah, Northampton. And they had a lovely dog called Luna, a rescue dog. Very cute. Used to love going for runs through the park. Uh, they had this wonderful kettle which had a bit of a fluoro, a fluoro blue light in the centre of it. It's and like one day Sarah kettle. was doing uh, the dishes. Um, that's normally my job. And um, she unfortunately broke the kettle. Oh, it was terrible. My hand was slippery. I don't know. I mean, it was the coolest kettle I've ever seen as well. And it just slipped out of my hands and it was glass. I don't even think I realised it was glass until it smashed everywhere in the sink, fortunately. Mm. So no dogs or humans were harmed in this exercise. Let us be <laughs> clear. Um, but the first thing we did was jump on Amazon to replace that. Thank because you, And, you know, the homeowners, um, they said, oh, my gosh, you shouldn't have bothered. But, of course, we would have. So, yep. you know, it's, it's, just, it's just a fundamental rule. Because that's their home, so you need to make sure you replace it. But you've got to tell them, Sarah, that when you did replace it, you got the wrong one and the light was different, so we sent it back and then got another one sent 48 hours <laughs> We tried hours really, later. really hard to do the right thing. Yes, <laughs> but we replaced it. Okay, tip number 10, make sure you leave the house the way you found it. And I mean, when the homeowners come back from their trip, they might have been on a 13, 14-hour flight. When they walk in through that front door, I want them to go, wow, wow. this house is so clean. It's like this it's is been cleaner cleaned before we left it with you. Yes, exactly. And we love that compliment from people. We do. We pride ourselves on that. And mm. we have also had the First same hand. thing happen to us as homeowners when we've had pet sitters come and look after London. And we think we're pretty good, right? But I we've scrubbed this place clean, Sarah. And they've been it's, – it's – it's sparkling. We actually felt bad because we didn't mm. leave it the way that, you know, they've left it for us. Um, but I think the cleaning, the cleaning things is the cleaning side of things is, is one aspect going back to what the, the previous point, I guess, um, if you break it, replace it, the replace it piece also applies to food and alcohol. alcohol. Yeah. So I think you've used the analogy before Cooper, you've, you've, You've spotted a Kit Kat here and there. That oh, look, if you see consumed. a chocolate in the fridge, it's okay. You can eat it, but make sure you <laughs> mm. um, replace it. And With when it comes to alcohol, size. I'm not going to mention Sarah's name, but <laughs> if you find a nice bottle of wine in there, make sure you replace it. Now, we had somebody share information in a group one time, mm. and they said that they just got an order of wine, 12 bottles, and when they went away, um, the house sort of stayed in their place for a week, and when they came back, the house sort of drunk the 12 bottles. And not replaced it. And not replaced How them. Do you, I don't, I don't My goodness. Know how you do that in good conscience. But you might be able to get a couple of sips here and there and no one notices, but 12 bottles. As long as the bottles are already open. My goodness. <laughs> but yeah, if, yes, yeah. obviously. Come on, it's respectful and it's good manners. And if you're kind of consuming some kind of expensive whiskey or something, also replace like for like, not some, you know, expensive brand for, I don't know, Sainsbury's. 
<laughs> okay, tip number 11 from our 13 things that house and pet sitters must do is be prepared for special care requirements yeah. for dogs. Now, we've experienced this firsthand a couple of times. We looked after young Tealy. He was a um, a spaniel just outside of the Cotwolds, and he had both his hips replaced. He needed physio. It's it the first time we've dog. ever met a dog that needed physio, but... Hetty, his lovely owner, she told us, or taught us, sorry, um, all the little exercises. And he there had were five. What, um, like a little, he had a yard with different pieces of equipment. He had a cushion, he had a stand with both paws to rotate his hips. And we did, we absolutely did it happily. It was fun. Um, but so, you know, that was, that was one, we were 100% prepared to do that. But obviously... I think anxiety is another one. Yes, we one. had a young, when I say young, he was 15, a little Jack Russell mm. type dog, a little Monty outside. He was in Cheam, a beautiful little town we got to stay at. And unfortunately, he was a bit... Um, Massive separation anxiety, which happens in older dogs, when yeah. When his parents were he was quite upset. So yeah. we found out the first night we're there for the first 24 hours he there. He wouldn't come out. He wouldn't come out from under mm. the bed. We did our due diligence. We yes. phoned up Trusted House City. We phoned up the local vets. And, and look, his parents, yeah. looking after this puppy he's 15 years old he won't come out he's a little bit anxious and they said okay you need to talk to sit down next to it and then put the lead around his on uh, clip the lead really onto his collar gentle. and then sarah put some cheese down the stairs we spoke to he the owner and, said it was okay. and we managed to lure him out with cheese and <laughs> yes, munch on the cheese as he went down the stairs and then we got him outside for his and walk. he was okay once he yeah. got out for his walk but look his owners thought this might happen and that's one of the things that they were testing with us there um, so we, we did know, look, it was, it was pretty anxious for us though, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Like we, this, this was an, an older dog who wouldn't come out from underneath his parents' bed. Because dogs love us. We've never had a drama mm. with animals ever. And this is the first yep. time Sarah and I experienced first time. We're like, Sarah, and we felt the dreadful. dog's not coming out. Oh, what are we going to do? Dreadful. He hasn't been in the toilet for like 12 hours. It was terrible. But look, we, we did all the right things and hit and we stayed in communication, constant communication with his family and professionals. And they wanted to know, and look, it helped them because it made, they, I believe, changed their travel plans for the coming year after that. Mm. I don't think they felt that Monty had a long time on this, on this earth and they were probably right. And so they put him first, you know, they, they, they did, they did what they knew to be right after that. Um, and not that they didn't do the right, they did do the right thing by bringing in the two of us because we knew what we were coming into Mm. and we were prepared to do the right thing. And so we, we all helped each other, but. Obviously, if you're not comfortable in those situations or you're not comfortable giving pets certain types of medication Mm -hmm. or certain types of treatments, uh, like you were saying earlier, Cooper, ask questions, ask questions. Because you want it to be a positive experience for everyone involved. A shout out to all our fellow creative travellers out there who've taken your work on the road. How awesome is it to have the freedom to live, travel and work wherever we want, whenever we want? Now, house and pet sitting as a way of life is something we talk a lot about on Freedom and Four Paws. And we know that many of you who are living this lifestyle are also what we'd call digital nomads. We're constantly blown away by the inspiring stories we hear from people all around the world who have embraced this type of lifestyle and importantly, are successful at it. There are so many amazing stories out there. Is yours one of them? If you're a digital nomad or creative who's taken your work on the road and you want to get your story out there but not sure how, our partner team at Exhale Media Group want to help. 
Exhale Media Group's mission is to help you tell your story so you can continue to inspire others to achieve freedom. Yep. If this sounds like you, get in touch if you want support with designing your own channels like a blog or social media to share your story. Maybe you need to create a strategic communications or project plan for your business development. Exhale Media Group can help. Do you want advice on how to score PR and media opportunities so you can share your stories for the world to hear? Exhale Media Group can sort you out with that too. Exhale Media Group can help you to develop a content calendar to ensure your channels are always brimming with relevant, helpful content that showcases the inspiration you're bringing to the world. And they can provide personalised storytelling coaching to help you find your confidence, voice and story. All the details you need are over at exhalemediagroup.com. Send an inquiry and mention the Freedom and Four Paws podcast for 20% off any purchase service. Visit exhalemediagroup.com. Okay, tip number 12 on the home stretch now, Sarah. Yeah. Enjoy your time. Yeah. This is really, really important. You need to make sure you explore the local area. Sarah and I have been lucky enough to do some house sits in small villages in uh, Malta, France, United Kingdom, and there's no better experience when you get to go out, go for coffee, um, have a breakfast or a lunch summer, go to the local markets, and the locals get to know you, and you get to practice speaking French or Italian. It's just a wonderful experience, and you see other people, and you're going for your dog walks. It's like, oh, g'day, how you going? They don't say g'day, but we do. And it's just a good chance for you to meet everyone. That's us. Yay. Exploring the local area. Sorry, I'm just testing our sound effects. But look, you're absolutely correct, Cooper. Get out, go on adventures, talk to people regardless if it's your first language or not. And if you're house-sitting dogs, um, take them on the adventure with you. They love it. And sometimes they don't necessarily get that experience. So um, Yes, yeah. we were staying uh, at Bedfordshire mm -hmm. at a place called Sharnbrook. And when we went for our walks with the dogs, the owners had shown us where they used to go. And people would walk up to us and say, oh, you're the dog sitters, are you? We went to a small cafe and said, oh, I'm, hi, I'm Cooper and Sarah. We're new to the area. We're, we're house sitting. We're looking after. Oh, we know who you are. We've already spoken to Helen and Andy. They've already told us all about you. This lovely <laughs> couple had this beautiful home in Sharnbrook. They had two lovely whippets, Miss Molly and Maisie, and two horses, which was uh, an experience for me looking after because Sarah said they were like small horses. I was assuming they were Shetland <laughs> ponies. But when we got there, like, they were real horses. I really wanted to Anyone sit, looks so after horses, horses can um, uh, release a lot of waste. And Sarah wasn't much help in that department. But it was a lovely Lucky sit. you all over it. Hey, I guess that's kind of a bonus tip though too, isn't it? Be on your best behaviour because mm. you actually don't know who might be watching. Not that any of us are not usually on our best behaviour um, because, you know, every house sitter and pet sitter we've met in person and on our group really does take this seriously. I think it's like anything else. You're going to get the 1% who, who maybe is a little dodgy or not in it for the right reasons, but most people are in it because they genuinely love animals. Mm. So I guess, look, this leads us on to the final number 13 thing that house and pet sitters absolutely must do. Look, it's be discerning in what mm. you apply for. Now, this is part of the big learning for all of us. It's probably learning for, for house and pet sitters just as much as it is homeowners. But as you're starting out, you'll take every sit that you're accepted for, no matter where it is and who it's for. As you go along, you sometimes realise 
ooh, don't think I'd do that again. That wasn't for me. Like Kate and Dave, who we spoke to for the podcast. Their very first house Really soon. Yeah, very first house 40 animals. 40 animals. Look, My they goodness. said it was memorable, but they probably wouldn't do it again. The most we've looked after <laughs> is nine dogs, but they were lovely. Yeah. They were very caring oh and uh, affectionate dogs. But that's really, really important because if you're doing a house sit in one part of a country mm. and your next house sit is two days later on the other side of the country, you've got to get there and that can be quite stressful. And depending where you are, so we've been in touch recently with a lovely lady who is house and pet sitting in Canada. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she had the same she she's just starting out right and she's having the same experience as we did when we were first starting out but we're in the uk which is really easy to get around let's face it trains and buses get you everywhere and it's pretty close canada's like australia in america there's vast spaces and some of the transport between those places it ain't great Mm -mm. you're going to struggle and also remember we've been there in in coming into the depths of winter when half the transport literally shuts down so if you've committed from to to a sit that's in i don't know prince edward island you might not be able to get there so it's really really important that you allow a couple Mm. of days to get from point a to point do your research because when sarah and i were starting out we didn't know that and Mm. we were quite rushed we were stressful we're having to get from one place to another place using public transport in the winter it was snowing we're cold you're lugging all your gear yeah and also if you land somewhere so say you're not into having dogs sleep on the bed or Mm. you've got allergies or whatever you land somewhere where that's expected that's probably not the right sit for you or the dogs and sometimes sarah you'll find that you'll read these um manuals online saying the dog does this does that but they might leave out the fact that hey we want the dog to sleep in bed with you yeah so look ask all those questions but basically all in all be discerning you you can get excited about Mm. wanting to grab any sit but you've got to make sure that the situation the location the pets the age of the pets, the um, the, the convenience. Access, do you have access to like groceries, yep, cafes, exactly. restaurants? Exactly, what works for you. And if you're working for yourself too, if you need good internet, say yeah. you're doing video calls every day and there's no internet there, you're a bit poo-pooed, aren't you? So mm. um, absolutely don't take anything just for the sake of it. Make it work for you and then the, the experience will be absolutely enjoyable and perfect for everyone yes. involved. Make sure you do some research. Thanks for joining us today on Freedom and Four Paws. We hope you found some value in some of these tips. We would love to know what your experience is. So please leave us a comment wherever you've listened to um, or found this particular piece of content. Um, We are also on travellivelearn.com. Please come and join our VIP mailing list. Come and find us on Facebook. Our page is Travel Live Learn and join our group. And also, if you want to find out some other house and pet setting tips, go to our YouTube channel, uh, travellivelearn.com. What's the YouTube channel? Yeah, just find us at Travel If Learn. Yeah, that's um, it. Thanks, on YouTube. Darling. Yeah, it's yeah. there. It's all Travel If Learn. <laughs> I know it gets confusing. There's so many channels, but thank you very much. And do do leave us some feedback and some comments. As we mentioned at the very beginning, if you're still here, um, we do look at our comments <laughs> and we find great value and help in them. So thank you very much. And we also have a 25% discount voucher, Sarah, don't you? Oh, don't forget that. 25% discount voucher, trusted house sitters. Yep, once again, jump back to travellivelearn.com, join that VIP list, and you will be in with that group of freebies, including that discount. Thanks for joining us on the Freedom and Four Paws podcast. 
This production has been inspired by our awesome Facebook community. Join the group by searching Pets and House Sitting Travel and Digital Nomads or find the group via the link on our Facebook page, Travel Live Learn. This podcast is brought to you by TravelLiveLearn.com. Visit the site today to find out more about this podcast, access show notes, and sign up to our mailing list for free house and pet sitting application templates, guides, and a 25% off registration code for trusted house sitters. If you love this content and want more of it, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or your favourite podcast service. You can find us on YouTube too. Look up Travel, Live, Learn. Until next time, give your pet a pat from us and say yes to that next adventure.